0: Agrees to part ways with Pepe the Frog. Oh, wait, what? They settled with the creator of uh, Pepe. Oh, oh, okay.
1: You know I saw that I saw the comic in uh I was in a comic shop this weekend and I saw that in there, you know, the comic with Pepe and that guy's other characters. I was I was flipping through trying to find the original feels good man one.
2: <laughs>
1: Cuz it does feel good sometimes to pull your pants all the way down when you pee standing
0: up. Difficult to argue with that. I don't think I've tried that before. <laughs> Never. how do you meet people in a restroom then yeah
1: (laughs) basically yeah it's a power move i'm not far enough in my career yet to do that in a in like a work restroom so i just do it at home (laughs) like in combination with the double hand wall lean to be over descriptive
3: wait you do you do the hand wall thing in your own bathroom or in public or
0: both
1: no just at home in public i'm very uh I follow all of the norms of public bathroom usage.
0: Yeah, hands against the wall, wide stance. <laughs> wide stance.
1: Take your pants all the way off, or at least off one of your feet. I usually remove my left shoe to step out.
2: That's
1: why I started wearing bootcut jeans, so I can get those shoes through. I finally realized why they call them
0: cut. <laughs> well, hello, <laughs> and welcome to another edition of the Gobeski-Wallace Report. I'm Adam Gobeski.
2: And hey, I'm Charlie Wallace. We've got two wonderful guests with us today. We've got Doug Gobeski. It is
3: fantastic to be here.
0: And Paul Wilcox. It's great to be back. Is that a question? That sounded like a question.
1: That, that was a, yeah, I realized that I accidentally it, did.
0: it is, Paul.
1: I was thinking too hard about it.
3: And perhaps our hosts can tell us why. It's
0: a very... Yeah. Crantabulous day today.
2: In that it's uh cran crantabulous like
0: cran-
2: l- like a cranberry? Like fabulous like, like a cranberry? Yeah. Like a
0: like a Paul Cranberry. Paul
1: Cranberry Wilcox. That's Is that right. your middle name? It's actually Cranston.
2: Oh. But.
0: <laughs> but the package you got the other day was addressed to cranberry. <laughs> Wait, for real? <laughs> yeah. So when you saw that, did you just know it was me? Yeah. (laughs) That was the goal. Oh, so you wouldn't confuse it with some other package you received.
1: Like, I was pretty sure I didn't have anything else coming, so I was like, oh, okay. And then I read it, and I was like, yep,
0: 100%.
2: (laughs) (laughs) If Paul were a flavor, what flavor would he be?
0: But uh, yes, it is once again time for Piscopo Day.
2: That's right. We're between... June fifteenth and June 29th And that's when we celebrate Piscopo Day. But I believe this episode is this episode actually coming out on Piscopo Day?
0: Yes. If you are listening to it when it came out, it is today Piscopo Day, June seventeenth.
2: Wow. We've
0: got a lot of uh Piscopo treats for you mm. in store. The first one is Pisco. Oh. Okay. Uh formerly that... known as the Gobeski Chocolates Report. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but uh, now it's time for Piscoco. I, uh, I have here a Reese's Chocolate Lovers peanut butter cup that mm. I saw at the store because I was like, oh, I need to find something for Piss Cocoa Day. So that's, there's the sound of the packaging. I open it up, and it looks like a standard Reese's peanut butter cup. Smells like it, too. I'm going to bite into it. Um it's unclear to me what the difference is between this and just a regular peanut butter cup, I guess there's slightly more of a wall of chocolate on one side of the peanut butter cup,
2: oh not even even
0: yeah, it just
2: oh, like on one
1: side,
0: yeah, it's basically
1: From the side, like radially like like
0: the well like when you bite into it in half, right there's one side that has like you know the standard thin chocolate shell, and then there's the other side has like maybe three times the thickness mm.
1: So it's kind of like a mallow cup thickness.
0: Yeah, but only on one side. Mm. It's basically it's a defective Reese's peanut butter cup.
2: So I've always thought that if you wanted different combinations or different levels of chocolate versus peanut butter you just go for different sizes, right Right like the big cup or like the eggs on Easter
0: Yeah or the minis if you just want if you want more chocolate eat Reese's minis right? <laughs> yeah <laughs> Which they I only figured. eat
1: the white minis because they're just kind of sickening.
2: <laughs> you only eat the ones that make you sick. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Okay. I only eat the bad
0: ones. <laughs> I think I'm going to give that ten Piscopos out yeah. of
2: fifty. Oh, yeah, the standard of scale. 50.
0: I don't understand the point.
2: And there's so there's a chocolate. There's like a peanut butter lovers or something too, right?
0: Yeah, that one I had. That one's also not very good, but makes at least more sense. And that part of the chocolate shell has been replaced with a peanut butter flavored shell. Oh, really?
4: Huh. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It's still. The problem is that the Reese's peanut butter cup is the right balance of peanut butter to chocolate. And every time they futz with it, it's like, what are you doing? You, yeah. you already had perfection. Everything else is second tier by definition. Yeah, it's like, why, why mess with the success? They just need to swap
1: ingredients instead of trying to adjust the balance. Right. Have it be filled with, like, custard or something.
0: Or caramel. What? Custard? Yeah. In a candy bar. Sounds pretty amazing and definitely wouldn't spoil.
1: <laughs> That's the whole <laughs> idea.
0: Find it next to the pocket flan, huh?
3: Mm.
1: Pocket maybe, flan. Like, maybe like cottage cheese.
0: Like oh, my cottage. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it was <Like> milk. <laughs> sweet. It sweet <laughs> just cottage. sat out too long. <laughs>
1: yeah. I think there's a lot of untapped potential for cottage cheese in our candy.
3: So, So you look at milk chocolate and you say... This is good, but milk has so much more potential.
0: Yeah. I wish this was sour.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. See, that's what I mean. There's, there's, we don't really like take advantage of the sour flavors, except in like Sour Patch Kids and stuff.
0: Reese's Umami. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. Soy.
0: <laughs> Maybe Japan's got the right idea with all those Kit Kat flavors.
1: Yeah. Some of those are uh, not bad. Some of them probably are, though.
0: All right, but that's it for Piscoco, unless someone else has a Piscoco
2: thing have, they want I to... have no Piscoco Pisco available.
1: I can never keep it around. I'm always like, well, it's a week.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: i really going to stay in my for <laughs> that long. I would have had to go out like an hour ago and
0: get it. It was three hours for me. Nice. That's good. But that I put it in the fridge awesome. so I wouldn't see it when I walked by. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I have two contributions today the first is by popular demand we will not be doing a reading of a joe piscopo skit from saturday night live
0: because <laughs> Your you're gonna sing it instead do stuff because i'm He's sing- gonna sing it instead oh, oh okay uh,
2: if you pick one i oh, believe i did that last okay. year too
0: yeah well now it's a tradition oh, now it's a thing what's the other
2: contribution oh well uh adam adam looks for one for me another fun piscopo segment i've advised i've decided to call piscopo or no this is where i read you fun facts and you have to tell me is that joe piscopo or is it not oh so are we all ready to play we can keep score really test we keep score uh, your knowledge uh, i mean you should have accumulated it over the years anyway from participating (sighs) in so many piscopo episodes and listening to them over and over
1: yeah they're the only ones i listen to actually and and every day (laughs) so i know them very well
2: (laughs) All right. Here's the first Piscopo fact. So, Piscopo or no? He was the founder and majority owner of the arena football league team, the Philadelphia Soul. That's false. No. Ball? Mm, True. True. Oh, okay. So, Admin Doug, you have one point. That was actually. One point. One Piscopo. Okay, fine. Five Piscopo points. There we go. That was actually John Bon Jovi.
0: Episcopo's from New Jersey. Everyone knows that. He's not going to do Philadelphia. <laughs> the uh, SNL transcripts site seems to have, uh, have some issues. As usual. <laughs> it usually, well, but no, like more than <laughs> more than usual. Like there's lots of broken links and stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. oh I thought we gave it the uh, Gabeski-Boss report hug of
0: death. <laughs> <laughs> the GWR smother. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's too too much traffic. Oh, there's three people here right now.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, four. So there was just the one question then, Charlie? No, 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 no. no.
2: Here's the next one. On April 5th, 2009, he made a live TV appearance at the 44th Annual Academy of Country Music Awards. True?
0: Yeah, I'll say true.
2: And he appeared with Taylor Swift. So that's another clue. Did he? Or did he not? That's a clue. Well, I mean, this this appearance included Taylor Taylor Swift. Wait, were they on stage at the same time or? Yes. Well, for part of the appearance,
3: interacting with one another, like yes. banter.
2: Yes. Well, mm. well, it's not clear about that. There, there was interaction, and Taylor Swift was on stage and then wasn't on stage. So, Doug. Yes. Paul.
3: Wait, were you asking or? Oh, well, I'm Paul asking. As everyone's got to yes, vote.
2: In... Well, everyone's got to vote before I tell you.
3: I'm gonna go false.
2: Okay, yeah, that's false. Um
3: you're bad at this, <laughs> You're really bad at this. What? Because <laughs> you're like Doug, and I'm like, yes, and then you you just move on.
2: Well everyone has to give an answer, and then I tell you all the answer.
3: That wasn't an answer. That was me saying of okay, yeah? yes. what?
2: I okay, thought so you guys okay.
3: already
1: both gave
3: uh your He didn't he apparently had more to add to the question
0: after we answered. It doesn't matter. This whole segment is going to be unusable because of this.
3: Yeah, geez, Charlie. Do better. Do gooder. Next next question. Next
2: question. Okay. The
1: be best, as they say
3: in, uh, yes.
2: <laughs>
1: in, in Jersey. <laughs>
2: So, Joe Piscopo is an advocate of nuclear disarmament, a supporter of the Nuclear Age Peace Foundation, and sits on the board of the Nuclear Threat Initiative. Piscopo or no?
1: I'll go false.
0: True. No.
2: That is false.
0: Are any of these true?
2: <laughs> well, we've got a few more to go through yet. <laughs> oh my God. That one was Michael Douglas. <laughs>
1: Should we just start guessing who it is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: right? You might get points for doing that. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Extra, like bonus points.
2: <laughs> in nineteen seventy-nine he was admitted to the bar in Massachusetts and taught part time at the University of Massachusetts, Boston.
0: Iscopoe. Yeah, I hate this segment. Can we we'll move on? <laughs> Paul, your guess? Oh so
2: that, that was your answer. <laughs> that was his guess. I'll go no. Yeah, that's, that's correct. It was no. Adam gets partial credit for asking us to move on. That was, that was Barney <laughs> Frank. <laughs> Jeez. So, yeah, good first round of what I'm sure will be a, an annual segment, Piscopo or no.
3: <laughs> Shall we do I'm... Piscopo or no? No. <laughs> all, about all right. Piscopo,
1: no? So those were all no, then. Oh,
2: huh? well, this time, yeah. yeah. Who knows next year?
1: Oh. Huh. All right. I wow. guess we'll see. <laughs>
3: I learned so much about (laughs) things other than what this holiday is about.
1: You know, in a way, that is kind of what the holiday is about. If we eliminate
2: all the facts that that aren't about the holiday, then what you have left?
1: Yeah, it's about finding the true meaning of Piscopo Day, like... (laughs) through process of elimination. <laughs> Speaking, Speaking
3: of. Just imagining
0: the infosphere from Futurama, beavers made for life. Speaking of, I uh, I found a sketch for Charlie to sing.
2: Hmm, okay. When a
0: problem comes wrong, sing a song about it. When I'm on the podcast, I have to sing
1: a song about it. In the middle of a sentence, sing a song about it. da na 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 na
2: Sing a song about it. da na 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 Sing a song about it. There we go. So, all right. Kensington Dance Theater for the Blind. Joe Piscopo plays husband. Who will play Julia Louis-Dreyfus? Is that also me? Am I singing the whole Uh, thing?
0: (laughs) I'll I'll do Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Paul can be Eddie Murphy. We're all singing this? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Should I be bracketed narration?
3: Okay, so I'm lead dancer.
0: To the tune of Gilligan's Island? (laughs) Oh, man.
2: I wish I knew what this recital was all about.
0: Forget about it. We subscribe. We know they've got something good. Well, at least we made it, huh? Yeah.
2: Oh, God, modern dance.
0: Shush, it's ballet. I think
2: we actually need Doug. (laughs) (laughs) The dancers
3: perform very badly, seemingly blind.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What the hell is this? Honey, let me see your program for a sec. The dance theater for the blind. Honey, please come on. More
3: awkward dancing takes place.
2: Honey, if the dish is crazy, we've either got to stop
0: or leave. Come on. I like it. It's interesting. Maybe they're deaf, too.
2: Ballet dancer spins too rough, (laughs) colliding into an unperturbed audience. All right. Look, could we hold on just a second? Please stop. Stop the music. Could we have your attention? Uh I know where you are, the Kensington Dance Theatre for the Blind were kind enough to come here and perform for our community hall, but we weren't quite prepared for this. And I think, think we should just kind of call it a night and go home today, hey. Thank you. It was a valiant effort. Thank you. What wow. <laughs> uh beg your pardon what's the matter
1: you don't like the dance
2: no you know what i'm a real fan of all kinds of dance but i think you're gonna doing this kind of i think what you're doing is kind of getting out of hand i'm sure you understand no i
1: don't understand man
2: we're a ge- legitimate
1: dance troupe man and we've been engaged to play your hall so what's the problem
2: well, I don't know exactly how to say this, but truthfully, and honestly, I think the fact of the matter is, you people are blind. I think it's ridiculous. Blind dancers, I'm sorry. We ain't blind. Well, you're the Kansas Dance Theater for the blind, are you not?
1: That's for the blind. We're a dance troupe that performs for blind people. We're not blind. These people are.
2: Oh, oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and these people enjoy what we're doing, isn't that right? So, why don't you sit down and enjoy yourself and let us finish dancing,
2: okay? I'm really very sorry. I had no idea, but I got to tell you, you people are terrible.
3: Don't spoil it for the others. The ballet <laughs> continues <laughs> as husband returns quietly to his seat. <laughs> Fade <Faye> too black. <laughs>
2: I kept trying to think through that theme song. I'm like, it is the same thing over and over. There's like no, <laughs> even yeah, the part well, where they're announcing the, like the characters is just, kind of the same
1: because you, you can't really loop it through the character announcement very well. <laughs> and then do you do like the Professor and Marianne, or you do and the rest?
2: <laughs> we could have done, we could have done both <laughs> multiple times. And do you
1: do the horn? <laughs> <laughs> i watched too much killing in island as a kid <laughs> and also as an older kid
3: not a
0: single episode
3: i don't think i've ever even seen the intro so i don't know the intro song i'm just vaguely aware of what it's about
0: that's okay it turned out the only part i knew was a three hour tour <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's the only part i sang <laughs>
2: I was like you're just looping me back to the beginning. <laughs> I have to sing the same yeah, thing I was over. Like,
1: oh, no. <laughs> We're tightening the loop every time. <laughs> also, you that's the kind of song if you sang it in a loop you could perpetually rise like you could change key upwards like the whole time.
0: <laughs>
2: Up another half yeah. step. <laughs> like, <shipping laughs> <the> rescue
1: Rangers.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Charlie, I really like that you pronounced the the the, the
2: oh yeah well i mean this
1: is crazy
2: (laughs) well for all i know i haven't actually seen the skit it could have been could have been in there
0: yeah this is all we have
2: (laughs) it's all the historical record there is the episode has been lost
0: all right but uh should we should we nominate someone for inclusion as part of the piscopo day collective
2: oh sure yeah yeah so, so forget, who's your this, nominee, Charlie? Is this a real person that we're nominating?
0: Yeah, you nominate a celebrity whose birthday is in June.
2: Oh, Ideally, yeah. but
0: in the gap, but it doesn't have to be. can be around it.
2: Ooh, how about Igor Stravinsky? He's actually on June 17th.
0: All right, Charlie has nominated Igor Stravinsky.
2: Doug? I'm still trying to find how to get to the Wikipedia
3: page listing birthdays.
1: <laughs> yeah famous dot com is is the only way to go although i thought it would give more I
0: think have we have, all like, have of we of... already added chris pratt yes chris pratt was last year
3: yes uh ooh we could add uh, brandon flowers what's his birthday june twenty first
2: okay mm, okay
0: paul your nominee
3: all right um
0: let's you know my favorite thing about famousbirthdays.com on dot <laughs> com is what When you click on uh, June 17th, Joe Piscopo is not one of the people listed. (laughs) Wait, for real? But there are a number of Instagram and Twitch stars who are listed.
1: And there's also a five-year-old, Gracie Teefy, listed as a family member. That's her fame. Half-sister of Selena Gomez.
0: (laughs) Poor Piscopo.
2: Well, maybe that should be our goal for next they, year is petitioning famous birthdays. birthdays. Yep. <laughs> to put Joe Piscopo they've, on.
3: They've got Barry Manilow and Newt Gingrich, so it's not like they don't have loser old people. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Maybe they just don't have good You're, old you're
1: putting Barry Manilow and Newt Gingrich in that same category? Joe Piscopo suck. is
0: on the website. He's just not on that page. Hmm. He is, however, the most popular 67-year-old comedian on the website hmm. and the 11th most popular person born in Passaic, New Jersey. <laughs> really? Hmm. Yeah. Under under who? Uh, number one is Paul Rudd.
2: Oh, okay. Well, that's fair.
0: So I guess I got to go with Joe. All right. So wait, what's Doug's nominee? Joe Piscopo? What? Is that what you're <laughs> nominating? Wait, has he not been nominated yet? <laughs> I guess I was just sort of assuming he was grandfathered in. But... <laughs> Did we overlook this? <laughs>
3: I'm nominating Joe Piscopo for Joe Piscopo
2: Day. I mean, there would be a certain, um, it'd be fairly amusing to or have he's... him be the second person <laughs> t- inducted into this. What do you <laughs> think, think it just wouldn't be there?
0: Or we could save him for third. That's true. <laughs> what, next year? Yeah, the further away we further along we get, the funnier it will be, right? Where Doug nominates <laughs> Joe Piscopo every
2: year,
3: and we don't,
0: and we he doesn't win the vote. <laughs> oh,
3: jeez!
1: I think I'm going to nominate Barry Manilow. Oh,
2: okay. And the trick here is that we are not allowed to vote for our own nominee.
0: Oh, oh. Hmm. Mm. Who did Charlie nominate? <laughs> Igor Stravinsky.
2: Stupid? Yep.
3: <laughs> okay, I'm nominating Joe Piscopo. Okay. Paul, mm-hmm. nominating
0: Barry Manilow.
1: How else would I, uh, you know, have anything to sing at karaoke if
2: yeah. it weren't for Barry?
0: I'm going to nominate the 13th Doctor, Jodie Whittaker, born on June 17th, 1982. Oh, okay,
2: yeah, okay. So for my actual vote, I am gonna have I'm gonna have to go with Jodie Whittaker because she's actually born between us. I think, unlike the rest of the people nominated, not only was she born that section of the month between us, but in the same year. Or so. Yeah, no one else we've dominated this year can boast that. Uh,
3: I got to go with Igor Stravinsky. He's got the staying power.
2: we <laughs> will still be talking about him next year, at least as yeah, much I as mean, this I mean, year.
3: Yeah, kids today don't know who Barry Manilow is. Manilow. <laughs> whatever
2: <laughs> it doesn't matter yeah, he's proving his own point that's fine
3: where kids <laughs> today? do Rudy you know kids today will know who Igor Stravinsky is Paul
1: so what happens if everyone votes for someone different
2: then do they it, all
1: get nominated or do we have no nominations that year
2: yeah it needs <laughs> Just to yeah. watch you need a uh, what a plurality is that what the word I'm looking for yeah otherwise yeah no one is inducted Chris Pratt by his lonesome
3: Chris Pratt for the second year in a row. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, you you have Joe
1: I'm gonna nominate Joe Piscopo.
0: Who did Adam vote for? I haven't yet. So I think deciding vote. I am. So I think I have to vote for Barry Manilow Because yeah. he writes the songs. <laughs> I don't
3: even know what that means. <laughs> the whole world sings. So who won?
1: Barry Manilow, because that's that was the deciding vote. We we all said
3: it. This was this <laughs> is the worst episcopo <laughs> day ever. Really,
1: really I no decide, The deciding vote.
2: Are, I'm not sure you're uh, really.
1: I? <laughs> what I I just heard deciding vote.
2: <laughs> I'm cool with that. Yeah, last vote. Last vote counts for 1.1 <laughs> votes. <laughs>
0: Due to a rounding error. I mean, the alternative is I can call Brienne in here and she can tie break. It's yeah, okay. Let's try that. Hey, Brienne, can you come here, please? We need you to break a tie. Okay. Who should be inducted into the Piscopo Day? What are we calling this? Um, Piscopo Day Birthday Bash? The the Piscaponi Awards.
2: (laughs) That's right, the Piscaponies. It's
0: like a little pony. All right, so basically, what celebrity do we we bring into the Piscopo Day fold?
4: Do they meet the Piscopo criteria?
0: The Piscopo criteria is have a birthday in June.
4: Okay, so... And
0: be a celebrity.
4: And be a celebrity.
0: So we all nominated someone, and then it was a four-way tie, so we need you to break the tie. Okay. The nominees are, in alphabetical order, to attempt to avoid bias, Barry Manilow, Joe Piscopo... (laughs) She's giving me a confused look. <laughs> Joe
4: Piscopo isn't already a part of the Joe Piscopo day. He
0: he apparently has not yet made it in an oversight. But is
1: but he yeah. eligible for a Piscoponi? Okay. Like
4: did Oscar
1: ever win an Oscar?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Igor Stravinsky? Okay. And Jody Whitaker.
4: Well that's not even fair to ask me. Oh
0: Why? Because you want to split one. between
4: I don't well, I don't know who the third one was.
0: Igor Stravinsky? Yes. He's a composer from the 19th century, 20th century? Both.
4: That's a good one, too. Who's currently in this joke, joke Piscopo? Uh,
0: our only member so far, other than us, is Chris Pratt.
3: Okay. Wait, we're in this?
0: Yeah, it's our, it's our thing. Yes, you okay. either... I'm
3: an oh. <laughs> honorary member.
4: We're, <laughs> we're on the board.
2: Yeah. Nice, okay, okay. You either participate, yeah, in the Piscopo I, podcast, I, I, or you're nominated.
4: So I'm thinking my two finalists would be... Joe Piscopo, because part of me feels like Joe Piscopo really needs to be in his in Joe Piscopo's birthday club. Composer would probably bring in some culture.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey. You know, culture?
4: Uh, <laughs> sure, we're just going to move past
0: that one. I, we, we sang a transcript to Gilligan's Island, you know.
4: I'm so sorry I missed that.
0: Oh, don't worry. I'll make you listen to it when it's out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's right.
4: laughs>
0: so, in uh, in a week or so oh goodness yay <laughs> oh i'm not supposed to say that it's actually piscopo day right i broke the illusion guys
2: it's <laughs> we'll
3: cool
4: record day. and release Harry the same day okay, well that's more music that would be really good again adding culture but i think i'm gonna have to just ah i'm gonna have to go with my girl jody whittaker
0: so your final that's my final i mean it choice. does give us a girl Correct. I think pre, up to this point, it's been all guys. So. Yep,
4: and she's pretty much used to that, being the only girl in a club of all of guys.
0: I suppose, yeah. Well, actually, so she'd be
4: really a good. She's a good nominee. It
0: it
2: turns that out. That
4: would be my choice.
2: It turns out, then, that she isn't the only girl, because, Bran, you are now officially inducted into the... You just earned a Piscopony by being on the episode.
4: Even though I don't fit the criteria.
0: So that's why it's honorary. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Doug's honorary, whereas Paul, me, and Charlie are all
4: founding members Genuine. By, by birthright <laughs> <For> birthright
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right so i guess it's you and jody Whitaker as women in our piscoponian club well i am
4: honored to be an honorary piscoponian pony in this party with jody Whitaker. you're very welcome I'm glad i gets out of that tie
3: oh guys for a good laugh uh look at the june 13 birthdays it, just look at the top row June
0: 13th. Chris Evans, Mary... Oh on. What? Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> Mary Kate and Ashley split by Daniela Perkins. This is
1: why pe- I'm going to go boost Ashley.
0: <laughs> I need boost people. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you go to their page and then you hit boost. Oh, this is my new favorite social media
0: site. <laughs> so we all have to boost Piscopo, right? Well, <laughs> At least sure. get him onto his uh, onto his J- June seventeenth day. <laughs> oh, Aaron Taylor Johnson! I'm not kidding.
2: Well, he's yeah. Steve. I guess, <laughs>
0: we've
2: got some nominees for next year.
0: Yeah. All right, and so then uh, I have one final segment for Piscopo Day. If everyone's ready, yeah, hit us. Oh yeah. Since um. We have very recently discovered that cinematic universes are universally popular and never fail in any form. Uh, I thought we should hop onto this hot new bandwagon and create the Piscopo Cinematic Universe. <laughs> all right. Here we just uh... just link all Joe Piscopo's appearances and in movies into one giant uh, connected universe with sequels and stuff. Oh, it's like Let's the Marvel Cinematic Universe, except every character in the uh, the team up movie is played by Joe Piscopo. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: well, it certainly saves
3: on the casting budget. It does. And I think he'd welcome the challenge.
1: So did these are are the podcasts part of this universe?
0: Not at this time because they're not cinematic.
1: Okay. So once we start making
2: movies then.
0: Yes. Okay. So the JPCU. The JPCU.
2: Alright, so we've seen Dead Heat. We have. And he played it he actually played the zombie in that one, right? Didn't he? Gosh, I barely remember that. Is yes. he I yes. mean yes. he's he the Doug. cop,
0: right? Is he is he the cop that dies? I believe so. Or is Treat Williams the cop that dies?
2: It is it is Joe Piscopo. He's Doug Bigelow. Okay. okay. So we've got him as a zombie.
0: Alright. There's Wise Guys with uh Danny DeVito. A Brian De Palma film. Wow, okay. Hmm. All right. So in that he plays uh Moe Dickstein. And then one more movie. What do you wanna what's the third movie you wanna throw in here? Paul. Uh
1: hmm.
0: Hmm, hmm, hmm. PS the answer is sidekicks.
1: Yeah, that that looks like a great, great choice. Yeah, let's go with
2: sidekicks. So that means Chuck Norris is in the JPCU. I approve well, of that.
1: really opens up a whole
2: world.
0: But only as a figment <laughs> of the imagination. Spoilers for sidekicks, by the way. <laughs>
2: <Wait>. oh, what?
0: <laughs> now what am I going to watch after this?
2: Joe Piscopo plays arrogant dojo owner Kelly Stone. So actually, since he rejects Barry, I guess, as the main character, that means that maybe he's responsible for the the imaginary Chuck Norris. So that makes sense.
0: Yeah. So then, alright, so let's make the first team-up movie here. Now that We've got our three movies as uh, material. So let's Let's start with a. Uh, there's a dojo owned by a person played by Joe Piscopo, and he's about to lock up for the night when a zombie named Doug stumbles in, also played by Joe Piscopo. No, oh, of course. Also played by Joe Piscopo. Popcorn Charlie.
2: <laughs> uh, zombie Joe then explains that he's been risen from the dead and he doesn't know why. Uh, he had he was in a previous adventure where he had been resurrected in a buddy cop comedy. But then he died. But then he came back. And all he knows is that they've got to travel to Trenton and uh, do more investigation. But they've got to make some friends along the way. And there's a stop they have to make first. So what would you say popcorn to Paul?
0: Did you never play popcorn in elementary school? No. <laughs> it was like you got to read aloud. They made everyone read a lot. But the kids got to choose who the next reader was by saying popcorn kid's name.
2: Oh, and you could
0: read as much or as little as you wanted. So some people would read like half a word, and then popcorn. The other person have to finish the word.
1: <laughs> oh, you can do. I never did word splits.
0: <laughs> you just did the single words.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. So so Joe Piscopo and Zombie Joe Piscopo are on their way to Trenton, but first they need to make a quick stop in. Uh, they have to first. They have to go out of their way to uh, Flemington. <laughs> To uh, meet the uh, master um, zombie Chuck Norris, um, also played by Joe Piscopo,
2: um,
1: <laughs> so they can get um, wisdom of the ways of both martial arts while also dealing with issues when the issues of uh, being
3: undead as well. Um, popcorn dog. I missed it. Had we gotten to the mob movie
0: yet? I don't think so.
3: So wait, what what was the city that they were in? Like he he said they they made a side tour to some
0: specific city. I don't understand this movie. Point is not to understand; it's to just keep the picture going.
1: Yeah, I mean you don't have to have a map pulled up. You can just throw throw out names of any. You don't okay. need
3: names. Paul, summarize what your part was.
1: Oh uh, they t- on their way to Trenton. Joe Piscopo and uh, Zombie Joe Piscopo <laughs> stop off in the town of Flemington to meet up with um, zombie Chuck Norris, who is uh, also played by Joe Piscopo.
3: Oh, they were meeting um, to, up his, okay. To, okay.
1: to learn the ways of the zombie okay. martial
3: arts. Hmm. Okay. So once there, they learn that uh, zombie Chuck Norris uh, is, is uh, having some difficulty keeping the dojo going because he's being shaken down by uh, mobster. Joe Piscopo who, along with Danny DeVito, also played by Joe Piscopo, <laughs> is uh, trying to recover money that for his bosses that they, they blew on horse racing. Uh,
2: Popcorn Charlie? So, yes, as a team and their combined martial arts powers allow them to have an epic battle to destroy the mob boss and collect zombie Chuck Norris and continue their journey to Trenton. So this is sort of like the... Uh, act two fight scene so pretty impressive but you know there's a lot more in store coming up and they all go to joe's well joe so which joe the (laughs) dojo joe (laughs) they go to his uh favorite uh chinese restaurant around the corner so we get a con you know some deep conversations between them with a low lighting to really learn about their different personalities and their hopes and dreams etc character motivations oh popcorn adam (laughs)
0: but while they're at the diner they realize that they left their wallet behind in their collective wallet because they only have one wallet. that's a key plot point from earlier they only have one wallet and they left it behind in flemington new jersey (laughs) but they can't all leave because if they all leave it'll look like they're you know dying and dashing so they have to split up so two of them have to stay and man the booth that they've gotten and the other one has to go back. Wait, how many Piscopo's are there at this point? Was was uh, Piscopo on their side or against them?
3: I, don't, I lost <laughs>
0: them. <against> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Dojo Piscopo <laughs> has to go back to Flemington to get his uh, to get the wallet. So Zombie Joe and Zombie Chuck Norris decide to have a grown off in the diner
2: and uh <laughs> like in harry met Sally, when <laughs> <Harry Met> Sally, <laughs> <Exactly. Yeah. laughs> right?
0: classic <laughs> which, which leads to uh another female patron played by joe piscopo to say i'll have what they're not having
2: <laughs> what they're having doesn't well, sound very good please don't yeah. give me that
0: <laughs> now meanwhile uh dojo piscopo makes it back to flemington and he's about to pick up the wallet from where it was conveniently dropped by their parking place when a foot suddenly steps on it, and it's mobster Joe Piscopo, and he says, we need to talk, popcorn <laughs> duck. Okay, how many Joe Piscopos are in this scene in Flemington? As many as you uh, like. At the, moment, at the moment, too, but continuity is not going to be a strong... Uh, okay. Part of this movie. Oh, so. No, anything, anything can happen. Okay,
3: okay, so there wasn't a. So the guy who's in Flemington is not a zombie, which would unless make that's any, the
0: unless that's the twist you want.
3: Ah. Uh, so there was zombie doe Let's see. There was Chuck Nor. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> any like a pin board. <laughs>
1: I feel like I want to start making movie posters that are like, you know, when when Joe met Joe.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> or my dinner with Joe.
3: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the at the diner, in order to, you know, prevent them having to actually pay their meal at that moment because they don't have the wallet, the two zombies, Joe, Uh, decide that, oh, no, they actually want dessert, you know, and you're going to need to add it to the check. And so they just start ordering dessert after dessert. But, (laughs) uh, you know, they they keep sending them back because they're trying to get the chilled monkey brains from Indiana Jones, too, and not having any luck with it.
0: Okay, pause for a second. That's like legit a good idea for a comedy like scene. <laughs> like they have to stay there for some reason. They have to have a reason to not be kicked out of the seat because they say they need the table, so they have to keep ordering food. Yeah.
3: Nice. And uh then back in Flemington, Danny DeVito, played by Joe Piscopo, steps out of the shadows and knocks out Joe Piscopo and uh decides that he's he's done with his mob days and he wants to team up with uh who is the who was the joe that was still alive that was in flemington getting the wallet Do- dojo joe <laughs> dojo joe i thought dojo joe was chuck
0: norris no no that's yeah and if he was well, chuck norris, well if no. he was they split at some point <laughs> oh okay <laughs> <laughs> there's unexplained extra joe
3: there was a, okay so danny Danny DeVito Joe wants to, uh, you know, quit his life of crime and become a martial artist, and so now he wants to study under Dojo Joe. Popcorn, Paul.
1: Um, so, so Do- Dojo Joe is uh, is uh, happy to teach Danny DeVito Joe the ways of the of the martial arts, but they first need to find a way to get the wallet back to to Zombie Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and other zombie joe so they uh uh popcorn adam
0: so then uh the the dojo joe pulls out some change that he had in his pocket and he goes to the payphone because this is set in a time when there's a payphone but he realizes that he doesn't quite have enough coins so he asks danny devito joe <laughs> if uh he's got you know an extra nickel because he's like five cents short and Danny DeVito Joe goes, let me look around. And he finds a nickel and he hands it to Dojo Joe. And so Dojo Joe, now he has the nickel he can put it in and he can call. And Danny DeVito Joe is like, wait, who are you calling? And he said, oh, I'm calling my son, Joe Jr., who will be played by me, Joe Piscopo, but on my knees to make me look shorter.
1: <laughs> Classic shoes on the knees trick. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> And so Danny DeVito Joe says, Joe Jr. And he says, well, yeah, Joe Jr., but no one calls him that. Everyone calls him Jojo. So Danny DeVito is like, oh, OK. So Dojo Joe calls up his son, Dojo Jojo, and gets him to come to pick up the wallet. He's like, make sure you take this wallet to Newark. Because there are two very important people in a diner, and they need this money. And Dojo Jojo says, well, I'll try, but I don't know how to drive yet because I'm only four. (laughs) 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 Popcorn Paul.
1: So this is where Dojo Jojo says, that's okay. Um, this this is just like what we talked about. Uh, you get the you have the blocks. You have the periscope. Um, <laughs> you you have the van. You know what to do. You have got this. And and uh, just like his his training, Dojo Jojo, against all odds, sets out on an epic journey to deliver the wallet to uh, to Newark. Even though the Zombie Joes are in Trenton, Andy doesn't have the wallet yet.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Popcorn Charlie.
2: So back at the diner, Zombie Joe and Zombie Chuck Norris have really worn on the staff to the point where because they can't pay the bill, they've been uh, indentured and forced to work as dishwashers (laughs) in order to pay off their debt. But since they ordered so many desserts, it's going to take them seven years (laughs) of dishwashing for free. So currently they're stuck in the back room and the camera pulls back to a security camera. And then we pull through that and we see a security screen and it's in a dark room in Trenton, New Jersey. And we see like a shadowy figure in a chair laughing and he has a curly headed mullet, we can see him from the back, and he says, everything's going according to plan ha, 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 ha. Popcorn Adam
0: while this is going on, a new character <laughs> uh, played by um Joe Piscopo enters the diner and he says, I'm the health inspector, and I'm here to inspect your dishwashers <laughs> because we've had complaints of body parts uh, smeared on the dishes. <laughs> And so the diner owner, played by Joe Piscopo, says, that can't be my dishwashers. I've known them since, you know, for forever. And they're the best people ever. And the health inspector says, well, that's not what I hear, so I need to take a look at your your dishwashing station. So the diner owner says, okay, and takes him into the dishwashing station where zombie Chuck Norris punches the health inspector in the face. And gives him um, zombieitis or whatever turns him into a zombie. While this is happening, Jojo Jojo somehow finds himself in Atlantic City because he took a wrong turn somewhere on the turnpike. I don't know how, but he did. And so he's like, "Well, shoot, who do I talk to to get me back to Newark?" And uh, so at that point, uh, Gambling Joe Piscopo arrives. <laughs> To uh, give some advice and to say, hey, Newark's this way. And he points towards Newark and Dojo, Joe, Joe says, sorry, I lost track of where we were, (laughs) (laughs) says, thanks. And he starts to drive off. And then we see that uh, Gambler Joe is, in fact, zombie Chuck Norris, who begins to laugh evilly to himself, Popcorn Paul.
2: So I say we get... Do we get this one, and then he can pass it one more time? I mean, I suppose it could be epic uh, multi-series arc here, but
1: it's, it's difficult to wrap up what what we've built. <laughs> this is loose ends everywhere. It's high skill level for sure.
2: The script is only loose ends.
0: <laughs> That's the name of the movie. <laughs> loose ends.
3: It's
1: all about introducing new characters. <laughs> <laughs> uh so we were at uh oh gambling joe who was zombie actually chuck Zombie am chuck norris so uh oh and zombie chuck norris had just what did he just do
0: he'd laughed evilly because he did i say that he'd pointed road <coughs> dojo joe 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 in the wrong direction <coughs> i just think that
1: no, he oh, oh yeah, I thought he pointed him towards Newark, but then I just assumed that Dojo Jojo drove not to where he pointed.
3: Oh, uh, that could be it.
1: But but little did we know that was all part of Zombie Chuck Joe's plan. And so Dojo Jojo finds himself barreling down the road towards the uh towards a uh a nameless uh shipyard and he uh drives straight into an open shipping container. Which is then uh, sealed up and sent off to sent uh, up up the coast uh, <laughs> to Bangor, Maine, where he is then unloaded and uh, popcorn dog.
3: Hold on, um, the two zombies. Did we ever resolve what they were doing? It was kind of hard to
0: follow all of the stuff going on. Uh, no, except one of them suddenly appeared in Atlantic City, unexplained.
3: Okay. So we get an interlude scene where uh zombie Joe Piscopo and the zombie health inspector are continuing to wash dishes to pay off the the dessert bill, the
0: popcorn atom. And uh at that point, zombie Chuck Norris walks in and uh zombie Doug says, Where have you been? We've had to cover for you for your dishwashing shift for the last seven hours. And zombie Chuck Norris says, don't worry about it. And zombie duck says, oh, okay, no worries. (laughs) So uh, Flo Joe Joe and Danny DeVito Joe are standing over mobster Joe. And they're like, what are we going to do with him? And then just then mobster Joe wakes up and he says, you fools. You don't understand what you've done. They say, wait, why? What happened? And he said, I was trying to stop the joe and now you guys have stopped me from stopping it. Now it's too late. And they say, what's the joe Mobster Joe points over their shoulders, and he says, that's the joe And we cut to a giant-sized Joe Piscopo dressed in a Godzilla suit, and he starts going, RRRRRR! and riding atop him is uh, is zombie Chuck Norris and they go oh man what are we gonna do he's gonna destroy everything and the Joe apocalypse Godzilla Joe says I'm going to take care of New Jersey once and for all starting with Sussex <laughs> and he stomps off towards Sussex leaving the other two Joes and so we get a scene of the Godzilla Joe, who can also fly, sweeping down towards Sussex, and then cut to black.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> how are we gonna? How are we gonna wait to know to
0: hear what happens next? We're gonna wait
2: a whole year, <laughs> right?
0: That's, well, yeah and, so, yeah. and then over the credits, um, one of the Joe Piscopo's—we don't know which one because they're all played by Joe Piscopo. And it's just a voiceover. Says, "I feel like I saw this in The Hobbit too." <laughs> and, and then Joe Piscopo says to himself this movie's set in like 1993 those haven't come out yet and Joe Piscopo says oh sorry carry on <laughs> mm. so yeah, no, and like, Piskpo, yeah and then Joe then then at the end of the credits Joe Piscopo says well wait I don't understand why you brought up the hobbit thing in the first place and then joe piscopo says well we wanted to make sure that the audience understood the illusion and he says well i don't know what illusion there was to understand right it's pretty clearly him in a godzilla suit and joe piscopo says no not illusion illusion and joe piscopo says what this eludes me and then it's over <laughs>
2: cool. so yes another successful piscopo day podcast we did it Yay! Yay. Oh, geez. for another edition of the gobeski my name is charlie wallace
0: and i'm adam gobeski and we had two uh pisca perfect guests with us doug gobeski a pleasure as always and uh official pisca pony award winner paul wilcox
1: it was a pisca perfect time <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't think of a different pisca <laughs> This uh, good Yeah. It was great to be out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thanks for listening to our show. Make sure to check out our website at GobeskyWallsReport.com.
0: Hey everybody, check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Just follow us at GW Report and like our page on Facebook, the Gobesky Wallace Report. And
2: hey everybody, tune in to next episode where there's sure to be tons more hilarity that we know you'll enjoy.
0: Hey everybody.
3: Charlie. Yep. You should uh you should photoshop Joe Piscopo's face onto either a pony or a my little pony.
2: <laughs> All right.
0: <laughs> oh, and man, have it's... that be have that be the blog post photo be oh, a okay, Piscopo Googling. My little pony Oscar statue. <laughs> oh gosh, what? No, it doesn't look like one exists. Although I'm sure you could just take a my little pony color gold. Oh, oh yeah.
2: What yeah. happens when I type in Piscobroni?
0: <laughs> it's bro. <Gabroni.
3: laughs> <laughs>